What's up, y'all? How are my festival freaks and my dance music fans? Welcome to Easy Radio. This is your host, Mental Extract, a.k.a. Jamie Logan. I want to give a big shout-out to my Friends Fest fans that are coming out this year and the past attendants. We've got one special for you with Sean Phillips and I. Y'all remember him as St. Rages. He's our Friends Fest MC. Him and I are going to chat about why you should dream journal, our creative process that goes behind the show, and Friends Fest, our artists, our vendors, things like that. For those of y'all that haven't yet, make sure to check out the Friends Fest event on Facebook. It's hosted by LM Funky Events. Y'all make sure to get a ticket before we run out of space. It's coming up this weekend. We're super excited about it. It's personally one of my favorite ones all year. So leave the worries at home, pack the car up, drive out here to Jennings, Florida, hang out with all of us, and help us wish our honored host, Matt Prentice, a happy birthday. So without further ado, this is a phone call between Sean Phillips and I from a couple nights ago. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Mic check, one, two, one, two. Welcome to Easy Radio. We're going to uh, give Sean Phillips here a call and uh, have a chat about Friends Fest. Let's see what he's doing. Shawnee Sean. What is happening? Not a whole lot, my friend. Not a whole lot. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think so. I can. I can. I'm just making sure that the microphone can hear you. How are you, buddy? I'm great, brother. Hold on, let me see. Maybe I can. I'm on my um on my data right now. Maybe if I switch to the Wi-Fi, it'll be better. I'm good, bro. How about you? Fantastic. Freaking super, super stoked about next weekend. Can't wait. Dude, I'm so fucking excited. Like. <laughs> I haven't been doing shit for the past like three months. Like literally just been a lazy bones, really. Like just fucking sitting around, not doing much. I've been doing a lot of meditating though. Like I've been doing a lot of meditating. I've been going inward a lot. Um, but I'm ready to let loose, bro. Like I'm so ready to just party and have so much fun with y'all. Oh yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's, I, I, I think I, I kind of have these moments before these big events where I kind of do a similar thing. I like go very inward and, and like just chill. Cause like I still, even though after all the years of performing and doing stuff, I still get those like pre-stage jitters in a way, like not in a bad, you know, not in a bad way, but like in the, like you get a little excited, you get a little nervous you know, and I'll start going through my library and like looking at music and stuff like that. And, and especially since we'll be yeah. out in the woods camping with, fe- you know, now that it's like more festival staging, it's like, I try to eat better, all that kind of stuff. And because I know we're just going to be like rough on the body. I try to get extra rest. I'm also starting a new, yeah. I'm also starting a new uh, bartending gig um, this, uh, this weekend. So 
Nice. That's pretty exciting. Awesome, dude. So things are coming together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I figured I'd I'd do a little side hustle with a with a bartending gig over the summer to uh, kind of help fuel some some advertising efforts and promotion efforts and things like that with like the website business and stuff. I'm super close to signing a contract with a a local business. So that'll be dope. I'll be basically onboarding them, digitizing their entire operation so that they have, they're like 50 years old, but still don't have, now I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the business. The business has been in Gulf Shores for like 50 years, which is nuts. Um, (laughs) It's just, that's awesome. Dude, it is super awesome, but they don't have a website. And so they don't have an online store. And so we're going to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, because you know how it is. And I saw you just recently posted that they're what? Oh, they're opening up an international terminal at the airport near you. Um, that so it's been it's it's been international private for a a few years now. I don't think the commercial flights are gonna run international. I don't think yeah. because that's like a big, big, big boy step, but right. they do already have the infrastructure for private international. What they're doing is adding last rumor I heard was three um, terminals for, okay. com- for commercial flights. So that's probably going to be Stop. like commercial domestic and and they'll probably still run the but I don't I mean if they're already you know what I mean screening people for international travel um yeah. what do you what do you call that T A T T S A yeah so you know if that's already a a thing then I would just I'm sure that that's down. I, 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 who knows? It's probably down the road, I would imagine. But I'm sure they're taking baby steps, you know, in that sense. I mean, the three the three commercial terminals are going to be big boy things. But, yeah, that's going to be huge. Is that going to bump up tourism in your area? Oh, I mean, I would imagine so. I, 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 would, I, would, only, I would only presume that to be the case. Yeah. You know, because like, yeah, yeah, it'll be it. Getting on a plane in my hometown and not having to drive to Mobile or Pensacola is going to be the most surreal thing. Once it happens. Um. Well, I've been talking to I've been talking to Matt just through the messenger on Facebook, um, and he said that uh, Nick is planning to move like near him or on the property for a little while. Well, did, did you hear about that? Uh, Nick is coming back down from Birmingham. Last I talked okay. to him, he was coming back closer to my area back here in Gulf Shores, back home. But he's been working. I heard with, he's going to be staying with Kuzma for a little while. The the plans probably have evolved in 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 a way since the last I spoke with him because he just spent a couple of weeks working with Matt and his dad out there. Right. And then and so the reason I'm 
probably more tapped in than I normally would be is because Nick's actually going to scoop me up. I'm going to ride out there. with. I'm, I think I might have mentioned that to you. I'm actually going to ride out there with him. So that'll be fun. Well, and I'm sure he'll fill me in on the drive of what. Can we get this motherfucker Jared up there? What do we got to do dude, to get him up there? I dude, I don't I don't know. It sounded like he'd already talked himself out of it, which is always right. a whole nother thing. I don't even know. I mean Man, we like we need him there, bro. <laughs> we need everyone there. Well, you yeah, know what I mean? It's sure. like I mean, it's like, <laughs> it'll be a shame if he's not there, right? It's already a shame. It's already unfortunate that Run the Lions not gonna be there or performing. I know a few of the guys would probably show up, but not the whole band. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so basically what I, so Matt, I asked Matt, I said, yo, Matt, like if run the line is not going to be on the lineup the second day, you know, throw me in there somewhere. Right. So I, you know, I can fill up some time. So basically what he's going to do is I'm going to lead off on a, on the set um, the second day. So basically at four o'clock, I'm going to start a set. Okay. For about 45, 45 minutes. And then Scott, I think it's Scott Patrell. Patrell? Scott, yes. Scotty? Yes. Scott? Yes. 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 Yeah. From, that he was there with um, Spicy Danger last year. Yes. But I think he's coming out solo right. this year. Right. So I think, yeah, I'm going to be starting off the sets the second day. Well, that's perfect. That'd be super dope. I mean, that'd be a perfect a perfect little like set the tone to the whole thing. Cause you and I are going to be up there goofing around with the whole open mic thing during the afternoon right. while people are eating lunch anyway. So that'll be an easy, it'll be an easy transition. Right. We might want to think, I'm thinking like, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 please, please, please go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I was just, I was thinking, you know, um, you know, what, what, well, I'm thinking, what are we, what are we thinking? <laughs> 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 I'm thinking, what are we thinking? I'm right? thinking, what are we thinking? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, what are we thinking? thinking I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> that could be a segment in itself. Oh right? yeah. Chad, thinking Chad, 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 thinking about thinking. It's a whole thing. Thinking about thinking. Thinking about thinking. Yeah. Um, well, um, what I was going to yeah. say is that we might want to push for someone to chop up the transition. Like if, if we start early on Saturday, then it, you might want to break or I, I don't, I guess that's a question for you is would you like something to break us up between the little open mic thing? Like as far as, cause I know we wanted to like kind of extend the invitation out for anybody that wanted to do anything, or if they just wanted to chit chat and anyone that's comfortable with me recording, I was going to record so that I could make a little, um, you know, pod segment with, with our shenanigans on stage. Cause I think that'll be some good laughing material for everybody. It always seems it's good laughing material for us, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, totally. So what I think what I think we should do, right, is at noon, right, both days. At noon, you know, we 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 announce, right, like everybody come to the stage, right? Like we're basically trying to get people to start migrating towards the stage, right? And if they want to, great. If not, no big deal, right? Like, because it's not an actual set. 
right? right? We just want people to start kind of migrating towards the stage. Um, we can do announcements, right, for all the vendors. Um, if any vendors want to come up, we can talk about their process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be dope. Yeah, like a yeah. like a hippie QVC. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, dude, we could do we could do auctions. Like if somebody wants to do an like auction off things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that would be cool. Um, so just so like the vendors um, get noticed before the sets come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I remember last year we had one of the vendors did a raffle with that guitar. Yeah. So, of course, that yeah, would be a good time. I, 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 I picked Kuzma's ticket. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so dope, dude. Kuzma was so... Dope. That was like... That shit was amazing. That was like a crescendo of energy. Oh, oh, but dude, dude. I mean, the look on on Chris's face alone was was top notch. But like, of course, all of us got equally excited. You know. Oh my god! When I saw his name on the ticket, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I told yeah, it was perfect. I told him um, if if he comes comes out with us that. Um, I would love to have him do. I don't know if you knew that he's been writing, but he's been writing. Yeah. Okay, the generic jingles. Well, I don't think he's writing as many of those as he was. He's now gotten into writing um, the, an actual um, book series, which I just happened to have a chat with him recently, which I thought was super, super dope because I ran into a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, themed cookbook, so it's like okay. <laughs> it's like as, as you're going through the fork folklore, you know, or the story, they're like, you know, but baked uh, or, or like char grilled orc thighs or something like, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 thematic to the Dungeons and Dragons kind of brand, you know. And yeah. so I messaged him about it, and I was like, "Dude, this made me think of you. I wonder if you, uh, you know, because he's got some guys that he plays with still every once in a while." And uh, so he ended up telling me he was like, "I can't believe I haven't mentioned it to you yet, but we're actually I'm working with a friend on a whole series." And I was like, "Oh, dude, that's dope because it's so open ended. You can just keep putting out more and more stories. I think he's calling it like Dungeon Land or something like that. And so it's going to be." You know, and so, anyways, he's he's not writing the music as much anymore. I don't know. Anyways, that's always been part of the conversation. And I told him, I told him, I was like, I would love for you to do your generic jingles for like adhesive bandages and strawberry soda, and because he basically wrote like the Aldi's, you know, like store brand generic jingle <laughs> on the guitar yeah. for different stuff, and it's got this guy. Anyways, it was it, it's been this whole funny joke, and so I was like, while we're up there, while while Sean and I are up there doing our bits, we'll introduce vendors. That'll be like the hippie QVC, and then we'll have yeah. generic jingles for brandless products that Kuzma's will <laughs> sing in between. I love generic, generic jingles. Generic jingles. jingles. I was like, dude, we need to get you contracted at Aldi's. You need to be on Aldi's radio because that's like. You know, all their products are like lookalikes to other things, but they're, you oh, know, yeah, the brandless. Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking classic. Yeah, definitely need him up there for sure. People are going to think that they slipped into some weird time warp. You know what I mean? Where, like, it's some, <laughs> like, cross between, like, like post-apocalyptic, like, like uh, culture mixed with what would happen if we never had commercialism in a way like it's like commercialism without the corporatocracies so it's like no formal branding but yet we still have the products and so no one's like you don't have like the band-aid brand or the kleenex brand of facial tissue it's just a song about facial tissues (laughs) anyway it's dude him and i have laughed for hours about this stuff dude that's great yeah no that's that's Perfect. Like we definitely want stuff like that, right? So we got four hours, right? So oh, right. We need to fill up. We need to fill up four hours, yeah. So I was thinking, like, yeah, like we we start off with the vendors and like announce, like we do announcements, basically like announcements, um, basically like the rules, right? Letting people know for sure, like you know what to do, what not to do. Um, Basically, just the, like the rules of Friends Fest. Right, right, right. Like keep the dog on the leash. Keep the keeping dogs on the leashes. Um, don't wander off the property. Um, <laughs> make sure if they're they're coming in and out that they're driving all the way to the back, that they're parking in the back. Right, right, um, right. And if if anybody freaks out, just come to the stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and and no, no, no stripping on the street corner. Out on the out on the road, yeah, no, yeah. you know. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody if, out on the road. Yeah, yeah, everybody's staying on the property for sure. If you, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you streak, make sure you stay on the property. Don't go anywhere random. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run around. Yeah, yeah. Stay on that property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run around naked. We don't care, but you know, just keep it behind the tree line. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um sweet yeah um and then yeah i mean like i i'm open to whatever right so like and then you know we can segue from like the announcements and the vendors and um whatever the vendors want to say and then the generic jingles with kuzma um we can ask you know if anybody else uh wants to come up and say anything or announce anything um we can do uh i was thinking you know the the chatting it up part uh maybe have like a, a few um talking points right yeah to keep it keep you us kind mean, of like um, to keep a theme to it or to keep us keep us too far out of the ditches sometimes <laughs> yeah so, so, i mean so basically because what i'm seeing and what i'm feeling is that like as we're talking, we have music playing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, no, I agree. And like, 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 like in the background, like we'll have some super chill music that'll go along with what we're talking about. And then anytime we feel like taking a break, you know, we can take a break and you know do whatever we need to do. Um, and like, I have tons of music that we can play, um, and I'm sure you do as well. So, however, we want to coordinate that. I'm completely open. Um, and I, I think, you know, the way that we vibe, like, I think our, we just, we vibe, right? So, like, we can do everything on the fly as well. I think it'll happen very organically. Um, 
Yeah. So, yeah, that, um, you know, you, we could get people to come up and smoke. We could do like a smoking contest up there. Yes. Like see who could <laughs> take the biggest rips. Yes. Matt cannot be in the contest. Matt is not allowed. <laughs> Matt is not allowed. In the, he can be a judge. Yeah, um, yeah, he's yeah. definitely not allowed to participate. It's like, we do, we, it's like when the Olympic athlete finally retires and the competition levels back out, we all have a chance to win. Yeah. Again, like that's like we have to take Matt out. <laughs> so that's that would be fun, right? Like little smoking Olympics. That would be that would be fun. You do, yeah. Like let's we we can come up with some sort of of we can gamify it in some way. So you know, some something we'll we'll come up with something like take a big rip and then we'll hit them with like super relevant political questions or something like we walked up to them on the street and just like get it, see if they can handle thinking while they're like holding it. Like, I don't know, something to try to like create some ironic what comic about, relief. What about, what about smoking musical chairs? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, right? so like yeah. they have to take a hit. We play, we play this, like everybody takes a hit and they have to, well, would that work? We could just, we could just punish the loser with a rip. We could just like play musical chairs, and then when you get when you get knocked out, you take a big rip. Or I don't know. We'll we'll come up with something. But <laughs> yeah, I, like I I see something like that happening for sure. We could definitely do something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we do flip the bong like flip cup? Like, or will we be breaking all the bongs? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Create like oh, a bong man. relay race. That would be fun. Of oh like gosh, a we would break. We would break. We have to be super careful. Yeah. Oh, dude, we would break something so fast. <laughs> I, it'd have to be a plastic bong. <laughs> For safety purposes, yeah, you know. Uh, For safety purposes. <laughs> yeah. Safety purposes definitely have to use a plastic bong, or like you know, some sort of pipes, like just past the pipe or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll. I'm sure Google or some other, uh, you know, source online can give us. I can ask some of my college friends. I'm sure someone's got a plethora of hybrid smoking games that that we could <laughs> could utilize to to fill some yeah. time and have some fun, be interactive with people in in a sense, I guess. And I think that's that's what it should be, right? Like I was thinking, you know, it should be interactive, right? Because we want people to gather, start gathering towards the stage, yeah, right, for the music that are going to start. So I think, like anywhere from like twelve to two, like we can do we can do a bunch of things kind of on our own, um, and then from like two to four, start getting more interactive with like games or um q a with random people anybody that wants to say anything it's an open mic you can come up you can say poetry um what i think would be cool also is we if we did like be right before uh the set start at four o'clock like say between three and four we do like a uh like a guided meditation yeah no, I, I, and I like, we like and we bless friends fest and we make sure that like everybody is on the same level. Yeah, no, I, th I think that's, 
that that kind of stuff is always key to getting everybody rooted and 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 relaxed and like tapped into each other so that those crescendos right. throughout the evening as other bands go on and we start dancing around and acting goofy because you know I know my energy is bold and and all over the place and 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 we've got right. some other bold energies in in the group and so when we get everybody very comfortable with each other it, that it allows for right. all of those you know fun loving not egos in a bad way but that like outward spirit to to not make other people feel awkward in some way. You know what I mean? It, it kind of like bonds us yeah. at, at like a rooted level kind of thing. And then it allows the growth to kind of the energy to build up as you go along. So I'm, I'm always yeah, down and, with stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I, I, I agree 100%. Um, Cause I, even last year, right. There was some kind of weird energy that came in at the end of the second day. Oh yeah. That was so weird. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> like, I, I like I felt it culminating. It was really it was really strange. Like I felt it culminating um, before it happened. Like when that random ass dude showed up, and then those other two people showed up, and then things got like kind of weird, really weird from there, right? And it just I felt like there was like a dark energy that was trying to infiltrate what we were doing, right? Because yeah. it's like what we're creating, what Matt has created, Matt and Lauren have created. It's something really beautiful, right? Like it's non-commercial. It's very organic. It's all about friends, right? It's not about ego. It's all about just jamming out, having fun, meeting new people, making new friends, yep. right? And I feel like as long as we keep reiterating that energy, right, we can we can control that energy. Yet at the same time, it lets anybody who's new. Right. Cause like new people are going to show up. Right. And we don't know, hopefully like say we don't know these people. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the, the more that friends fest takes place, I think the more, you know, the more it expands, the more that we're just going to have random people that we don't know. Right. That we haven't seen at friends fest before. And we don't know what type of energy they're bringing in to friends fest. Right. It's, it's you like, know, say, it's like say your blessings. Like well, you remember like two years ago when Tasmane brought his little crew? Yeah. And there was a few people in that crew that were just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Like that one girl freaked out, that one black chick freaked out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's That's what I'm saying. Like when, when new people come into this energy – like we need to make sure that everybody knows that this is all about love. Right. And there's no ego here. Right. It's, it's about sharing our love for creativity and music. Right. Like I really, I really feel like we need to get that, that across to everyone before the sets start. I agree. I agree. It's, yeah. al it's almost like, it's almost like say your blessings at the door. Like, kind of thing you know it's a yeah. it's almost like yeah yeah i mean because i remember it both of us feeling something even before something really happened and whether we were you know whether we were having our own energetic responses to to something unrelated it still 
it still kind of culminated and and manifested in an in an interesting way there at the end of the second night, which right, which was kind of wild. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was that was wild. Like the thank goodness that Gigolo was there. Yeah. Yeah, and I right. mean that term. I mean that yeah. term. Term. Uh, like, um, Juggalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you said Juggalo. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Not oh, a male he prostitute. Might be, he might be a Juggalo too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. His, I yeah. remember his name is uh, Shot, right? Yeah. Cheyenne. Yeah. Yeah. I meant it affectionately. Not a male prostitute, but a uh, insane clown posse <laughs> fan. Yeah. There's a difference, but I meant it. I meant it affectionately because he handled it very matter of factly and you know right <laughs> well he was a, he, he's a local right he's a local and he knew that these people showing up were locals yeah you well, know what i mean like now they, that, they were from right around the corner well now that the you know the first couple of years that they were were hosting it which one of the notes i had uh since i'm about to bump into it is is are we at year seven now or is it eight Dude, I, I think it's eight. Okay. Well, we'll I, I don't know. It's, me neither. I, <laughs> I'm sure Matt will let us know because I kind of wanted to, you know, mention, you know, seventh annual, eighth annual, whatever. But point point being is, you know, in those first few years when, when they were doing it, you know, they, they did a good job of keeping it very low key. And that's kind of the that big responsibility step when you, you know, and I've got some history in, in hosting events and, and, you know, the, the shifts in energy and the amount of responsibility that's added in when you go from doing something that's just like a private house party with your friends to doing something where you're publicly selling tickets and, you know, any Joe Smith can hear about it. And, you know, those, crazy party kids can, you know, let's get a case of beer, get a case of Keystone and go to that place. You know what I mean? And then, you know, (laughs) I remember plenty of our parties. There's a, there's a video from one of my favorite Halloween events. Now I want to say it was our zombie apocalypse event, but it may have been a different Halloween party. I can't ever keep track, which, uh, you know, what a struggle. Can't keep track of all the cool parties that we had. <laughs> oh, poor me. Yeah. But I think it was our... Man, life is hard. I... <laughs> Life's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, but there that we ended up, ironically, the, the owner of the property where we were hosting the event, uh, Shane Ferguson, he, he dressed as a police officer for Halloween. So it in the video, it looks like the cops show up to break up a party because like right when a fight starts, Shane gets involved and turns around and blocks the camera out with his hand like you're on an episode of Cops. So like, it, dude, it was great. And then the video editor, the the photographer went back and edited the video so well where it like glitches and streaks out and does the whole thing like you know like he got like he got knocked over or something by getting pushed out of the way i it 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 made the video the recap yeah it made the video recap for the party 
Very interesting. <laughs> rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. It's fun. But yeah. Festivals, festivals are ceremonies, right? So I mean, like, I treat them that way. That's the way. Yeah, and that's like in a ceremony, right, can almost be ritualistic, right? So I feel like what Matt and Lauren have created is something that stirs up. It's like a vortex of energy, right? right? And we need to keep that energy as positive as possible, right? Because, one, we don't want anything happening on Matt and Lauren's property, right? right? We don't, we don't want anything happening to our friends and family. No. Um, so, right. So I feel like as long, like we, and that's where we come in, Jamie, I think we can set the tone, right? Like we, we set the tone for this ceremony, right? right? We are, we are the masters of the ceremony. Right. Right. MC, right. There, <laughs> there you go. We're the masters of the ceremony. So I feel like what what we can do is that we can definitely put that out there to where everybody understands that this is about love and then this is about making friends, right? And having fun, right? We throw out the rules. Uh, we, we let them know like what they can do, what they can't do, um, making sure that they respect Matt and Lauren's property, you know, all of that. Right. So it goes, I mean, every year has been pretty smooth. Yeah. Right. I don't, I, think, I don't think there's been one. I don't think there's been one fight. I don't, I mean, I don't, not, not that I know. And I think this is not, my right. like what four, third or third or fourth. I don't know. I know I came in late, but, but I think that I want to say, I want to say third, but it might be fourth. Both of us have like gone into a time warp and skipped a year or something. Can is it seven? Is it eight? Is it three? Is it four? I don't know. But as far as I've been involved in, and and I'm sure I would have heard a story by now had there been some. But I couldn't imagine there have been something in the years before because it was literally just a crew of all of my old friends, like all of Matt's current friend, you know, and his so his new friends from from living over there for years, and you know, Matt's one of those very. He's just a, he's a magnetic, sweet, loving, just super dope kid, you know, well, man these days, but you know what I mean? And so it's, it's always, there's, there's always a good energy around him. So I, and, and what they're doing out there and how he did it and, and everything is just such a, it's just such a good, genuine, real story that I think carries some merit to be included in the story of what Friends Fest has been turning into growing into and and because they they host multiple events obviously. I think this was kind oh, of Oh well the, there you go. We we need to interview Matt and Laura. Well I mean Right. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need to interview Matt. That would be that would be perfect because, dude, that would be super sweet because then we would get a little bit of their chemistry with chit chatting and like you know between them, like the cute looks and the funny stories and the do you remember wins and and you know. Well, we, yeah, we can be like, oh, so why don't you just share with everybody how you first met, how you two first met? Right, 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 right. Like stuff like that. Right. 
that bring that nostalgia yeah. into it. Exactly. Right. Especially after them, like proposing on stage a few years, a couple years ago. Yeah. Which, which I was going to, which I was going to ask if they have, they haven't had the ceremony yet. Right. I don't think so. Okay. I feel like we would all be aware if that was the case. Right. Yeah. I feel I mean, bad. Yeah, I feel I, bad I, if I, I've I, missed it, I hope, but <laughs> I, I think, I think her, her, her Instagram, I mean, her Facebook is still, um, uh, Lewis, Lewis. Right. Yeah. Which we, I mean, she, you know, I, I don't know, you know, how classical or, or, you know, oh, right, modern right, right, they're going to yeah. be in that regard. But I, I agree that would have been my first telltale sign that we haven't missed anything. But these days, that's not necessarily indicative. Right. <laughs> but I, I so feel like we would know. Thing, right? Well, that, I wanted that's another thing. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I wanted to introduce them as fiancés, but I didn't want to be wrong. You know what I mean? Right. It'd be like, we're actually husband and wife, you dumbass. Like, (laughs) (laughs) shit. Where's my, where was my invitation, huh? Like, (laughs) you call me out. (laughs) Well, I mean, dude, we still need to have a bachelor party, bro. I, okay, 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 I'm on that page too. I thought that was the case. I... <laughs> right. I'm just waiting on Matt. Like, you know, Matt needs to holler at me and be like, yo, okay, like, let's do this. But I understand he's also been very busy transitioning from his old job, starting his own business. Um, I think him and Lauren are all in on that, right? Like, they're doing that together. That, well, that hit, that... Did, conversation came up recently because oh we bumped into jeremy ritchie i was at jam night up at big beach and we ran into jeremy grew up with us also in the same class so is that, uh, is that germ um have you met is, is that uh was he there last year no 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 it, it oh, must okay. be someone. I'm trying to think of who we were calling Germ, because I don't think his name was his name was Jeremy. Jeremy, like I swear, I swear, it was like Jeremy Richburg or something like that. Richburg. Um, he's a he's a friend. He's a uh, oh 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 oh. You mean you mean the one that got really drunk and kind and came yeah. and took the mic from us that one time. <laughs> Right. Yeah, his name's Jeremy Richburg. Yeah, yes, yes. Good memory. Good memory. Because I was like, why do I know that name? But that's because his brother Mason is a good buddy of mine. And so I was like, why do I know that name? Why do I know that name? So no, you're right. You're right. But different, different okay. Jeremy. Um, Jeremy. Uh, okay. There's a story of of all of us playing like t-ball together back in the day. Uh, but anyways, um, I bumped into him and. He led on to imply because I'm I guess I misspoke referring to the 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 trim room manager, whatever that position was he was in the in the grow op. And Jeremy kind of was like, I think I think he's just moved on to this personal business thing and that would make sense, but I didn't know 
since I hadn't chatted with him directly, if, if he was like, you know, if, if one was side hustling the other, or if, if we were like full on handyman in it or, or, or contracting it, which I mean, I'm, I'm super proud of him. I think that's super badass. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd much rather them have their own business. So I would imagine Lauren's helping him with that. Gotcha. I mean, I'm guessing yeah, you, you sound like, you I know more. I think, Lauren, I think Lauren, I think Lauren is still doing work, um, on her own. Um, I just, I, I just was, I wasn't sure if like she was like going all in on this business as well with him, that they were like combining their resources and forces um, right. to do it together. Right. Well, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll find out next weekend. I'm sure we'll get some stories. Cause she's kind of got that, you know, she's got that branding and, 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 and crunching the numbers and, and the, the, the bookkeeping kind of side and the, the, you know, the kind of camp, you know, promoting and campaigning on social medias and, you know, Matt, Matt's more like the go and build it kid. So I, you know, I think that yeah. that pairing would work well. You know, because I, I, in a business like that, for me, I, w- I would need someone to like wrangle me in and just be like, be here, be there. One of my biggest struggles is the whole one man band thing, you know, between right. taking care of the calendar and then being in the right place at the right time. And then, you know, doing the post-production and doing the performing and doing the graphic artwork and doing the, you know, front end investment funding if we're doing events or it you know, it would be, it's super nice anytime anyone I can trust helps take any of those things off of my plate. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I get it. And I mean, it's, yeah, it, it'll happen, man. I mean, you're, you're, you're on the grind, right? You're, you're doing so much and you know, it's, it's going to formulate into something great, bro. You know what I mean? So just just keep plugging along. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I can't do anything but keep plugging along. You know, the things that I miss are the things that I miss, and the things that I don't miss are the things that get included. And I've always had a very like a very. Uh, I, I don't want. I I never. I had a buddy of mine ask me what I want out of life, and that question. My answers to those kinds of questions are very open-ended and broad in a sense compared to other people that are very like I want a red 1978 you know Mustang or whatever like that you know it's mine's never and I'm the same way with the brands and the art is because of that you, you know speak and response kind of listening pattern and and inclusion with my my crowd that I have, I, I, I've learned what the market needs based off of being open to adjustment. So it's like, I'll come up with some sort of digital service. That's like, dude, I really, really, really want to do this. If we could just lock this in at every venue, this would be dope. And then like on that path have found that there are this other set of needs that, venues have and so i just go back to the drawing board cook up a contract and 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 we do that thing you know and i'm not scared 
yeah, you know, I'm not scared to let that adjustment happen. And and so they kind of take on a life of their own. And I enjoy that part because then it's like kind of riding in the sidecar passenger seat on the road trip. As you know, as opposed to being like, take exit 76, like, you know, or being the one that like has to, to, you know, necessarily make all the decisions. Um, anyways, I've, I've kept more of like an open mentality towards it. So it's not, it's not from, uh, like ignorance or like lack of intention that I have found myself in, in the positions that I've found. I've, I've let, let it grow that way intentionally, you know, so hammering it out and thinking of the details has been the tricky part, but that that's been part of the fun at the same time, because then it becomes, it's this own, it's own new thing that I never even imagined. Like I've picked up an artist that I'm booking for now. I used to always joke around about, I've had friends that are like, we need to start managing all these artists that can't seem to take care of their own calendars on their phones or book out of town or anything like this. And they're like, we need to start that hustle and start being a management group. And, you know, everybody's always got some great money making idea. They just don't want to do the work. You know what I mean? So when I'm stuck doing the, you know, when I'm there grinding it out, it becomes a different story. But I, ironically out of nowhere had someone call me up, and asked me to start booking them and offered me, um, I want to say, I think it was 20%. Maybe it was, maybe it was 15, but either way, I think it was 15% offered me 15% of the fees and 15% of the tip jar, which I was like, dude, nobody does that. So, but that'd be cool. I mean, it's not like I'll be specific. I'll intentionally turn that into a thing, but if more and more artists come to me and are looking for access to venues and I naturally garner that access by doing the work that I'm doing and that it just kind of solves itself, you know what I mean? Kind of just does itself with minimal involvement or investment. I'm down. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's about the journey, right? Like it's about the journey. It's not, it's not about the destination, right? Like, I feel a lot of people, and I, I've been guilty of this too, right? A lot of people, they place so much emphasis on the result, right? Instead of the process, right? And it's it's enjoying the process and finding the beauty within the process, right? That really makes the result all worthwhile, right? There's so many people that spend years trying to get this result. Right. And then they, they finally get that result, but they didn't enjoy the process. You know what I mean? And then it's like bittersweet when they get that result, because it's like, okay, I got the result that I wanted. Yet I put in four five, ten 10 years into getting this result. Now what? You know what I mean? And so what I feel is like, as long as you're doing something that you love to do, you there, brother? Yes, sir. I'm here. As long as as long as you're doing something that you love to do, right? Like that, all of that stuff, all of that, all of that is going to culminate into something great, right? So it's enjoying the journey, 
right? And that's what I'm starting to figure out. Like, I was playing a lot, putting a lot of emphasis on a result over the past couple of years, like to try to make as much money as possible so I can take care of my girlfriend and move to the next step with my girlfriend, right? right. And perhaps get married and perhaps start a family. Yet I realized that I'm not doing what I want to do, right? Over the past couple of years, like I come to this realization that it's like, I don't want to do what I've been doing for money. You know what I mean? I know right. I need money, but I'm not enjoying the journey. Yeah, dude, right? this, this touches on, I mean, it's it, there's like three or four recent podcasts that are just jumping up in my mind from a lot of these guys that I've been listening to, like Gary, Gary V, and I can't, Bander, Bandercheck or something like that. I can never get his last name right, but he goes kind of by Gary V. Um, and he was talking about, um, you know, making decisions as far as work went with the idea of happiness in, in included in, you know, in, in the lifestyle being part of it. He, he went on this whole rant of instead of somebody being, I can't remember what he said, but just for instance, you know, like a server and stacking and working, working seven days a week doubles to put away as much money as they could so that they go, could go this part. I do remember so they go to the snow globe convention because Sally's a really big snow globe fan or whatever, you know? And he's right. like, instead of, instead of trading, trading your happiness to get something in return that you then turn around and trade again for your happiness. Why not just avoid that back and forth of exchange? And he was like, she, Sally should just, you know, start a whole fan page about snow globes and, you know, start a little store and go to the go to the flea market and find snow globes and just find her cool snow globes and then start selling snow globes and do a podcast about snow globes and contact the biggest snow globe makers and tell them how big of a fan she is of snow globes and get um you know affiliate marketing uh contracts with them and just you know be the snow globe girl you know and then just skip the trading your energy in for money for something that doesn't fulfill you just to then turn around and exchange it for one weekend in Las Vegas for the snow globe convention to get a little bit of your happiness back because it, that exchange rate doesn't, it doesn't play out a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, what inspired you, bro? Like what, what inspired you really? Oh man, I have had, I just went on an interview and I had a manager back come out the kitchen doors and was like, just fired a machine gun of questions at me. What's in a Cuba Libre? Right. What's in a, what's in a margarita? What's your passion? And, right. I, and, and I knew, I, I knew what he wanted out of me was because he was basically going to try to hire me for my passion. And I've just noticed that my passions aren't for sale. I'm one of those people that, that has to have a, a kind of like 
separate healthy relationship with his passions that are just driven by themselves. Basically, like I love, I absolutely have always loved cooking and like serving people, hosting people. So I think what really inspires me, the moral of the story, the the TLDR here is is going to be that that I think it's that being that host of hosts in a way, like bringing people together, leaving the differences at the door, finding some common ground where we all have a good time, something that brings that community together, be the be the backstage guy and the front stage guy. I mean, I love dancing. I've always loved dancing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just been a more physical inspiration kind of thing that I'm responsive when I'm having a good time. Um, there are parts of art that are grind, but any, I mean, just about any form of expression through art has been a lot of fun. So, I mean, like still to this day, I'll sit and spin records just to fucking spin records. But I mean, because I think, I, I think I realized it's because I tap into that flow state when I'm doing it. And so I'm right. getting I'm getting that intense cerebral high off of right. you, you know the challenge. So, you know, somewhere between a a good good game with good good sportsman competition and 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 like community camaraderie and people. Like I really it's so funny that like I love people in the way that I do while at the same time there are things about the society that like super turns you off about certain individuals that just don't get it you know it's like these people that that are like sour grapes you know it's like those people will turn you off from it but man if you could turn that sour grape into a bottle of wine i would be on a whole nother level you know what i mean like if you turn that person around and you had them out in the middle of everything happy as a lark forget about all their you know i've had guys I've had older businessmen pull me aside at at events and see me and and peg me a hundred percent for for what it is that I'm giving people like in a way that like you wouldn't see yourself for unless you were on the outside watching what you do, but the whole the same thing that musicians and performers and comedians what what we all gift people is that escape from reality or the, you know, the stresses of life and, 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 and big spoonfuls of joy, whether it be from my maniacal laughter or goofy mentality, or the fact that I just have such an extroverted expression when I'm having a good time that it's, you know, contagious in a sense, you know? Right. So I, I don't know outside of that if i if if i've really you know it's not like cars turn me on like oh man don't get me wrong i love driving a a, a dope sports car but it's like that i i don't i don't think things like i think people are more my source of true inspiration than items in in that right. sense and that- where, that's what they yeah, that's that's what kind of what I was looking for, right? Was a simplification of what inspires you because like I I, I have a buddy who's coming up with me to France Fest. Um I met him in Alaska 
during the doing the zip line. Oh, he's cool. A young buck. He's, he's 19 years old, right? Fucking young buck. Fucking like as soon as I connected with this guy, I was like, man, like you're different, but like just the way that he tries to communicate with people, like I, it blew my mind, right? Because I was just like, bro, like. I feel like I can be completely open and honest with you about everything. Dude, like that's... the way that he would, he was so curious and the way that he was asking questions about spirituality and consciousness and evolving um, through inspiration. And like, you know, he, he needed a guide, right? It was like, he needed a spiritual guide. And I, I like became that for him in in alaska because like everybody that i was working with in alaska was literally between 19 and 23 years old like i was the old man <laughs> isn't that so odd <laughs> what's that i said isn't that so odd you know like it's a feeling it, that only it was it was, it, it, it was dude it was fucking strange yet at the <laughs> same time like i took on this role as like big brother yeah Right. That's, that's also cool. All these young bucks, yeah. I had all these young bucks like asking me questions like, oh, bro, like you live in Mexico and you live in Costa Rica and you live in Ecuador and you've done all this. Like, dude, how can I do that? How can I live like you? And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, like, you don't have to live like me. Like I have my own personal experience, but I have a lot of different experiences and a lot of different types of success. Right. The reason I'm bringing this up is because he asked me, he's like, and I, and I said to him, I was like, look, like there have been times where I couldn't find inspiration through society, right? Like I look at society and I'm like, what inspires me about this, this society, right? And like just everyday normal shit, like going out and looking around and it's like, I won't, there's been a few points in my life where I look around and I'm like, God damn it, I cannot stand people. Like, no one is inspiring me to be myself and to be better right. than what I am now. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, what is it for? Right? And the other day, he we talk quite often now. And he, he's coming up to friends. I invite him to friends fest because I was like, bro, I was like, if you've never been to a festival, he's only been to one concert in his life. Right. So like he's never had a festival experience. He's never he's never been around a group of people like us. Like this is going to blow his mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this this and, is super, super like low key family vibes in that sense. Like it's a it's a lot more authentic and connective than the Coachellas of the world, you know. Right. And that's what I was telling my bro. This is not commercialized. You're going to meet so many people. So many people are going to interact with you. You're going to have such a good time. And all of these people are friends, right? And don't feel like you're an outcast. Like, if you were invited here, you're already part of the family. Yeah, 100%. You know, you know so when, like, he, was, he went to the gym one day, and he said he met this guy. And this guy was, like, 23 years old, Dominican, Dominican guy. And they started talking. This guy, this this dude, his name is Kyle, right? And this guy Kyle is this you know nineteen year old guy, and he's very open, right? Like he loves to talk to everyone, right? 
And it's almost like he seeks out validation for what he's doing from other people. So right. he likes to share what he's doing. And he, you know, hopefully he hopes that he gets positive feedback. Right. Yeah. He was talking to this guy that was 23 years old, this Dominican guy, Jim. And he was like, oh man, this guy was ripped. And he was like fucking, you know, pumped up and, and super positive and, you know, basically talking about like, I'm focusing on my money, my, my body and, and bitches. <laughs> right. And, and, I was, and, I, and, like, and when he said that, I was like, did he say it like that? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you feel about that? Like, is that what, is that the only thing that you feel like you want to focus on is money, your body and bitches? And he was just like, you know, the way that he was saying it, it made me feel like that's what I needed to do. Right. Right. And I was like, well, everybody has different goals. And like, he was basically like this Dominican guy was like, you know, tell me what kind of house you want. Tell me what kind of car you want. You need to focus on that every day if you want those things. Right. Right. That's what I was, that's what I was getting at with mine not being so specific in that, in that type of narrative in that sense so there's people that are very like vision board oriented in that way and 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 the things that i'm seek that i seek are it's almost like the 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 potentialities of the future as opposed to like some narrow pinpoint right and so i asked him i said kyle i said are, are, is it the material things that inspire you or is it the experiences that, in, that inspire you, right? And he was like, bro, he's like, I'm 19. And he's like, honestly, I feel like it's the experiences. He's like, I don't give a fuck about a house and a car and all, you know, and all these, and all these material things. And Amen. I was like, bro, I was like, neither do I. And I'm 42 years old, <laughs> right? Like, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Right. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, so what inspires you? And he, you know, and he, dude, I'm telling you, this guy is so innocent when it comes to the way that he speaks. Right. And he's like, Sean, like, I don't know. Right. And like, he's like, I don't, I don't think I've had enough experiences in my life to know what inspires me. And I was like, well, you went to Alaska. Right. And you did zip lining. And that was like your first seasonal job the the first job that you were able to leave your house and get away from your mom your mom and dad's house right and i was like it sounds like you like adventure and he was just like yeah bro he's like it's adventure that it inspires me and i was like me too yeah i was like literally that's the only thing that really inspires me more than anything is adventure that's it yeah i've got that one i don't know Go ahead. I was just going to say, I've got that wanderlust bug myself in that same way. I love a, I love a good adventure. Add in, add in a couple of friends to do it with you and it's primo. And it's not even just travel, right? Like you can find adventure in your hometown, right? In your house. Like you can make things an adventure. Yeah. Right. Like the way that you think you can create adventures on your, like, I go for walks in my own, like where I'm at, I just go for walks and I just go, go to places that I haven't been before. Right. I'm not going very far, but I'm just being adventurous. 
Yeah. Right. I've, That's I've got, what inspired me. I've got friends that catch me out on a bike ride or, or, or eating a lunch in the state park for no reason yep. other than to just do it. And it blows me away that more people don't utilize the state park that we've got here on the island in that way. Like I'm always trying to drum up, be like, let's go hang out by the lake in the state park and like everybody bring some smoke and a snack and a blah, 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 or whatever. And like, let's hang out and like just chill and listen to music. And, and you know, it, some people just aren't that, aren't that way, but I'm, I, I know exactly what you mean in that adventure sense. I've, I've got, I've got a bit of that in my blood too. A little adventure and a couple of friends and they ain't a worry in the world. I mean, I'll do it by myself. Don't get me wrong, but right. But you, you had you had a couple of homeboys or, or you know, your significant others or your family or whatever in, and you're going on an adventure together. Oh, dude, I dream of things like that. Right, right, exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, is it the material that inspires you, or is it the 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 experience? Right. Like that's that's really what I'm asking myself more than anything these days, because as I'm getting older, I'm thinking like, do I do I need these material possessions? Do I need a house? Do I need a car? Do I need a family? Right. Do I do I need these things? Do I want these things or am I happy just kind of living the way that I've been living, which is just kind of off the cuff? Right. Like from the hip, shooting yeah. from the hip. Yeah. I love that. That's the one, that's the one thing about settling down or getting locked into a, a geographic location or a specific brick and mortar job that keeps me at a, a safe distance because something in me keeps wanting to shoot from the hip in, in, in a sort of way, like be ready to pack up and go like the backpack theory, like, Everything I own fits in this backpack or in this trunk and we're going to hit the airplane. We're going to end up on the other side of the planet and, you know, I can still log into the website. I can still work from there as far as the digital business goes or, you know, like that whole nomad type lifestyle in a sense, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I love the so that's that's why I was asking you like what inspires you right because I feel like a lot of people that I connect with they're more on that adventure that that inspiration that is adventurous it's less material and yeah. it's more I feel like it's more spiritual uh, yeah it, it's more of a, it's more of a spiritual path because you're not trying to connect to the material you're trying to connect with the essence. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Do we, um, not, not to, uh, not to shift gears, but, but we, do we want to touch base on, on who we've got performing? I took a couple of notes so that we could, we could do some shout outs here for like, give a little backstory. I mean, I don't have much data, but, uh, on on who on everybody that we've got performing with us next weekend uh, did you do you know do you know any of them i mean outside of the ones that that performed with us last year or the the past few years um so i 
I asked Matt about this uh, Space Indigo guy. Um, apparently, Matt said that he's known this guy since he was 18 years old. <laughs> and I was like, what? And apparently, this guy is driving from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that, that's the notes I've got. He, he's a he's a dope ass uh, guitarist, but apparently, he's doing like jazz beats with like hip hop and stuff. Okay. So um, it'll be really interesting to to hear what this guy sounds like. Um, I'm looking up um, the bands right now. Let me see here. Well, I've I've got I've got most of them noted. I just uh, I had I made little if I could figure out like what they do or where they were coming from, you know. And so Space Indigo, I've got on here that he that he was an MC maybe, so he probably does a little lyrics along with whatever he does. But he's coming right. in from he's coming in from Michigan, like you'd said. So that I think that's super dope. So So I don't know about Burning Peaches. I don't know about the Tanglers. I don't know about Jen Anders. Um I know I mean I know a little bit about DJ Scotty J. Um but I mean I don't know any of their background. Yeah, we've uh Jen Jen apparently uh is a Nashville recording artist, so that's pretty dope. She's uh, okay. she does the whole singer songwriter thing, so I imagine that she's pretty knotted up with with that community of people because we've got we do a singer songwriter th- over here with Frank Brown's um, company. I mean, he Frank Brown is it, it, it's called the Frank Brown Inter- uh, International Songwriters Festival, and and I think he is you know someone that isn't with us anymore, so I'm I'm sure it's some. Um, so it's something that's related to, and I'm I'm forgetting my words. It's not a trust, you know, but it's like something that is built around someone that has passed away that used to be prevalent in the scene or used to be a big songwriter. And I don't know, they're like a foundation, kind of like that. It's like the Frank Brown. That's that's probably the best word for it. Is like there's probably some sort of Frank Brown foundation or something that helps support the singer songwriter things that are going on and stuff. Cause I know that there's a connection between, you know, and they're trying to build more of a connection between down here and, and Nashville. So it'll be interesting to find out when, when I meet Jen, right. if she's, if she's done anything over here, because I've got connections with the one with the, you know, with the board members and stuff that run the Frank Brown festival, which comes up, pretty quick after I come back, I think, I can't remember, I can't remember, I think it's at the beginning of season, not at the end of season, I know I've been seeing some calendar dates, I think the big one is in fall, and then they do little, little things here at different restaurants, maybe along the way, but it's growing, um, but yeah, anyway, she's a, she, I saw a note on her profile that says she's a Nashville recording artist, um, and she's a, she's also a booking agent, so, you know, she's probably, She's probably got some some cool stories and stuff like that, and probably a really really good talent. And that'll be fun. That'll be cool. Um, right. Uh, uh, but like you said, I could I couldn't find anything on Burning Peaches or the Tanglers. Um, and it's it's a super bummer that Run the Line had to step down, but but still, we love right. you guys. We wish you were going to be there. Um, <laughs> what I was thinking. Maybe you there? Yep, 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 yep. 
Okay. Um, what I was thinking is, is that maybe we can reach out to Matt and Lauren and see if they can reach out to all the artists and get like a bio. I had, I had, I had messaged her. Um, as you can tell, I have a tendency to pack a lot into my communications. And so I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> so I've tried to learn. And she was actually one of the first people I took note on how she communicated through um, written uh, communications, like whether like text or email or, or, or Facebook message or whatever, as, as opposed to a phone call. She was the first one that I noticed, like, did healthy spaces and delineated, like, they weren't necessarily paragraphs. It was more just like a sentence or two and then like a good space and then another sentence or two. And so she was one of the first ones that I noticed how I would overwhelm her through communications with all of these different ideas coming at her. And so I started, She that was one of the first times that I started being like, all right, so I'm going to ask this question and then I'm going to put a couple spaces and then I'm going to go on this relative rant that's, neither here or there, and then she'll probably get a giggle out of this or just pass over it. That's fine because it's neither here or there. And then I'll do a couple more spaces and then ask whatever important question that I needed to ask so I can, I can have her. But I think, I think I messed up and, and, and convoluted it all together a little too bad. And so her and I missed each other over the past couple of days, but I had asked her if she had any background information to just send it over to me via email because I figured that would be easier than than texting or 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 messaging it or anything like that. I figured it was probably on her laptop if she did have it. And um the resp right. the the response I got back was her email address. So I can tell that I did not do a good job in 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 separating my my communiques so that she understood what I was asking for. So so she'll she'll probably I told her that you and I were chatting tonight. She'll probably end up when I get back to her have landed a bunch of details for me in my inbox. Um but we we can in, we can include those with um like you're probably thinking about when we're up on stage, like when we're chatting and like doing announcements or something. And if there's something that we can kind of mention that's cool, like Jen being a Nashville recording artist, you know, and stuff like that. Well, I was thinking, you know, well, I was thinking like inviting them up, right. Before they even do their set. Right. So like any artists that are there, right. Like between 12 and four, I'm sure most of them will be right. If they're performing that day. Yeah. Um, if they're between 12 and four, like we can invite them up. I was just thinking like, it'd be cool if we had a little background on them to be like, Hey, so we hear that you're from blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear your story. You know, would you mind telling, you know, everybody here, uh, you know, how you came up and what you're about. Yeah. Right. And then, 100%. Boom, and then let them, right. And just let them express themselves. Yeah, no, 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 100%, because that's basically what, I mean, I was shooting for that same thing for us to be able to do that in this episode as like kind of like a shout out to give everybody that, like as they're driving in, 
if they listen to the podcast, they're going to get a little background on the on the artist or a little this or that, and then they're going to get some you know some funny stuff, and and they're going to get you know a little bit of music, and it'll kind of you know it's like a I don't know it, it to me it it feels like we're we're already starting to congeal bring that energy together so people are already gonna feel welcome and included on the way in but we'll be able to back it up we'll get some more details from from lauren here either in the next week or when we get there i'm sure she'll she'll tell us or give us whatever she's got and um and we'll do that yeah. too and and be able to like because I've, I've seen some guys that uh their 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 format in their podcasts they'll have a pocket full of old tweets from the person across the table <laughs> and still so, like if the conversation goes stale they'll just hit them with some random whether it's whether it's funny or awkward or something that they might have changed their mind on by then or something that was like definitely an angry tweet or something and they're very much like grown or evolved from that that version of themselves by now so it's it kind of it kind of gives a little platform of 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 creating conversation around stuff like that but having a little bit of bio you know hey hey uh, hey you, you know um um indigo what 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 are we doing university what's his i done lost my notes here Space Indigo, yeah, which we'll learn his real name, I'm sure, there, which will be a lot less awkward for me. Because <laughs> it's like when someone calls me Mental Extract, it's like, you don't, my name's Jamie, it's fine. Don't don't worry about the moniker, that's just a promotional pseudonym type thing. But anyways, yeah. like, you know, how was the drive from Michigan? You know, like, yada, 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 or whatever. Like, what's the scene like up there in Michigan? What are you doing up there? Are you Do you perform out at the bars you know, and or are you involved in the local scene, or are you just, are you just putting your content out digitally? You know, um, have you ever been to Electric Forest? You know, I've I've gone to Electric Forest, so if he's gone to Electric Forest, him and I can kind of like hit off on telling stories about Rothbury, Michigan. You know, he might be from the area, he might have some cool. So so that that we'll definitely keep the notes included. We're gonna have to have a whole freaking clipboard up there with you and me because by the time we do smoking olympics and we've done cut up and bullshitted and 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 laughed laughed our asses that's, off that's what we're but we're, we're amazing jamie we don't like i mean yeah we should have some touch for sure but dude we don't right but you know we don't we don't, we don't want to make a cookie cutter right we don't want to make it to where we're asking every every fucking artist no. the same question no like, no like we're, we're organic bro Dude, I really like your jacket. Tell me about your jacket. Where'd you get your jacket? Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream, dog? I love ice cream. I fucking love ice cream. Are you like a Rocky Road kind of gal or like classic right. strawberry? Right. Yeah, and then and then switch it up. So and then like right after that, so what's your inspiration? Right, yeah. Like <laughs> what, what what inspired you to do right? Just throw fucking curveballs at these people. Yes. Yeah, right. no, I I completely agree. I I I think I think it's I think that's what's fun about about how you and I we've got just enough of that don't give a shit, you know. 
Right. To <laughs> we give a shit. We, we give, give yeah, shit. exactly exactly. It's it, the the art of not giving a shit while giving a shit. It's 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 fun. Right. It's fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um let's see who else we've got. We've got um Oh goodness. And then we've got yeah, Scotty. Scotty does. I remember and correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty still spins on on turntables, on vinyl, does like house and trance and, and like the old school yeah. breaks and stuff like that, which I think that's super dope. Um because I, I mean I, awesome, yeah. I mean I I can do it, but I'm not that I love all the cool buttons and everything like that that do all the cool things on the controller. So like I've 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 adopted the whole modern con- MIDI controller type of, you know, what the old school guys used to joke about microwave DJs or these, you know, digital bedroom DJs that just have a whole studio infused through their programs and their controllers and stuff like that, but I I I like it cuz it allows me to do, you know, like live mashups and build-ups and and use effects and things like that and when I'm playing on turntables, I'm I'm in this mode of like I'm not scared of the vinyl, but I'm very aware of like don't rock the boat. So it's Say it again, Jamie. I'm you. Oh, no. Uh, Say it, it again, Jamie. It it, it it it's I'm very I'm not scared of the vinyl. I'm just very aware of not rocking the boat because it's so much more difficult to get back in line when you're spinning on vinyl. So that art form is, is complete. I mean, not completely different, but it's, it's different in that sense that if I was, if I was playing, like if I was playing a house set or something like that, where it was like real streamlined, everything's inside a, a a similar BPM range and, and, and it's not uh, like an open formatty where, you know, like, tricks and loops and scratches and filters and things like that are, are, are enjoyable. You know, I'm not, not, not that it's not enjoy that. It's not now like as much of a requirement, I guess, you know, if it's a way more like kind of stretched out mellowed form, I enjoy spinning on the turntables, but it's like, I'm not, I am no good at scratching vinyl, you know, or anything like that. So it's, I have a lot more fun with all the pretty, blinky lights and fun little tools that I get on my controller. So I, I hats off to, to Scotty still rocking the technique turntables and coming out there and spinning vinyl in the middle of the woods. I think that's, that's super dope. That's like an ode. Yeah. I think it's an ode to the classics. I think it's cool. I wonder if other people, you know, I, we get to count ourselves lucky in the sense that we, we see the authenticity in that art form. And I've, I've always wondered if other people that don't get it, I mean, obviously if they don't get it, they don't get it, but I wonder how many people see it that way, you know, like the difference between playing an acoustic set or playing an electric guitar with all the loops and a full band and stuff like that. It's kind of like that kind of thing, like the classical instrumentation as opposed to the modern spin on stuff well see and yeah and what i'm doing right like basically all i'm doing is putting a playlist together on fucking spotify 
right? And my set is basically just a string of songs that I know that I crossfade already, right? So basically, I'm just going to be a hype man slash like MC just freestyling right. over random beat that I like. Yeah. Right? So like, I'm not like, I'm definitely not a DJ, like in, in, in those terms, right? Like I'm more of just an MC who's just putting on these tracks, right? That I've put together, that mesh well together and create a scene. Yeah, it's it's me, I'm the instrument. Right, no, I, it, you know it, I mean? have, I not, have I not seen clips of you spinning and mixing at some point? I know you don't do it no, at Friends Fest, but. Nah. No, no I've, 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 never, I've never really got on a deck before, no. Okay. I could have sworn that I saw some picture, some video right after Friends Fest last year when you were back down in Mexico, but maybe you were just at a venue chit-chatting with another disc jockey or something, and I just happened to catch a glimpse of the controller or the turntables in the background or something. Or maybe I'm crazy. I could just be making this shit up. I might have had a dream. Dude, I'll tell you. No, for real, for real, for real. Side note, and then we'll get back to chit chatting about the artists because I wanna, I wanna have them included. Um, right. I because I was, I was looking for a side hustle going into this season to help fuel the business and really double down and take it extra, extra serious and like clock in those founder CEO hours, doing like eighty, eighty five hours, hundred hours a week, whether it be. 40 of them behind a bar and then another 40 or 50 of them on the computer or in the studio or walking out to venues. Cause I've started, I don't know if I've told you that I've started doing some creative writing. So kind of applied it as like a, um, like an event recap artist reporter type thing. And so I'll just take my laptop with me to shows. Cause like I get this. So, you know, through the whole, like not drinking, what do you do when you're out at venues? You start, it's those like normal anxiety and it's, it doesn't manifest as an anxiety for me, but I definitely feel that what do I do with my hands kind of feeling. So like I need a water or a juice. I, I mean, I went through a whole stretch where I was just getting bartenders to make me juice cocktails and they wouldn't even charge me for them. So I was like, dude, this is like an infinite money hack. I can just go to the bar and drink juice all day. This is dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eventually they're going to start charging me like a dollar for these juice drinks. <laughs> I just tip them really well. You know what I mean? And they don't give a shit. It, so it, it's given me, I've been taking my laptop with me to like these jam nights and, and other, and, and like karaoke are as weird as this sounds. I've got friends that's been hosting karaoke for a real long time, but she's a phenomenal singer. The thing is, is like, she really shouldn't be at this dive bar hosting karaoke all the time she should have been on you know one of these talent shows years ago you know and she just stepped into having her own little karaoke business and she's got a phenomenal voice and a phenomenal personality and she's got a husband and kids and loves it down here and just settled in with it i'm you know i'm, I'm and I'm, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be doing it like knocking it in a way i'm just saying that her talent far exceeds just being a karaoke entertainer in, in a sense kind of way. But anyways, point being, I've, I've taken the laptop with me and, and do little creative writing things. And it kind of gives me something to do 
you know, I check yeah. in on the website, I post some it, it, content creation for these venues. Cause I've had clients in the past that, that book with my calendar ask me if I do any writing and I've never thought of myself as much of a writer because one literature class, English class wasn't my strong suit. I'm a comma splicing fool. You know, I'll be doing a run on sentence and just have this random blurb of, of, of thought that comes out. But if I go back behind myself and refine it a little bit, it's just, it's like, it's like being a sculptor instead of an artist. I more have to like remove what doesn't belong. Just like with my graphic design, just same with my music. It tends to be like an overabundance of inspiration and, and possibilities and things that I can do. And then I need to see what's excessive, remove it, make it simple and clean. And then you've got something good, like good and punchy. So I've kind of, I've, I've started including, right. yeah, I've started including that in, in going out and doing stuff and, um, and, uh, oh, oh, that's what I was going to tell you. That's what I So, so, so in, in, you know, in the TLDR, yeah, right, exactly. It's, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you got to keep me in, in track. I quit smoking for a little while because I was looking at doing some event coordination with the city. And, and also some of these people I were interviewing with were national companies. So I knew that they were going to do background checks and, and ask for a piss test. So I quit smoking before Christmas and my dreams, bro, I, I watched, I listened to one podcast of these guys that are known for these. It's the, the, the podcast is called third eye drops and I forget the, the, the host's name, unfortunately, but I recognize both of them with this other group, these other groups of people that go down and do these ayahuasca adventures and things like that. And, um, you there, Sean? I think I lost you. Oops. I did ramble on too long. Mic check one, two. You there, buddy? Oh, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> While you were gone, I was like, see, look, I did. I talked to him right off the phone. I <laughs> Go back 30 seconds. <laughs> that's going to be, <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny. Um, I didn't even stop the recording, so that's going to be funny. Um, but the, so the moral, the moral of the story was I'd, I ended up listening to these guys that were talking about dream journaling. And I was like, you know what? Now that I'm not smoking as much, my dreams are probably going to come back and I should dream journal. And do that night, that night I had the most intense dream. Shit. Say it again. I had the most intense, vivid dream that night. Can you hear me? I think we got a better connection. Yeah. There. there we go. There we go. Yeah. I think my 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 Wi-Fi at the house is not that that great, so it it could be either one of us. But if as long as you can hear me, we're good. So, anyways, my dreams kicked in real intense the second that I decided I was going to start dream journaling. They didn't wait for me to do one day of dream journaling before they came in. Just if that's what you want, buddy. Right. And so I've 
I've had some some very very real dude. I had this midget dream. So like, <laughs> dude, it was so weird because like obviously that's the opposite <laughs> of what I am. So like experiencing the world at like knee height and like how people responded to me differently. Like it, it was just, it was you so strange. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh wow. Yeah. It was extremely vivid. It was extremely vivid. But the reason I tell that story is because I could just be dreaming that I saw you DJing down in Mexico. And so I just told myself, Oh yeah, 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 hey, yeah. Maybe. He spins records. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very possible because I have been having. I'll bring my journal with me. I, I think I only wrote down like four or five because my it they kicked in so hard that I was writing. I was spending forty five minutes just trying to get them all on paper, just writing them down because it was just like so visceral. So remembered them front to back, even the moment when they would hard change. I've been listening to uh, this guy uh, named Alex Harmozy that's real big in like the fitness world. He started this whole gym launch thing. Now he's got acquisition.com. We listen to his podcast a lot. He's on with like Chris Williamson on Modern Wisdom a lot. He just wrote two books called $100 Million Offers, $100 Million Leads. So it's all about this you know, 10x your business, 100x your business, do more, do better, this whole thing. And he's got a very open format. He's just trying to help change the world and gifting everybody all of this good free content. And um, and so anyways, one of the dreams I ended up working for him, I went from being a midget and then there was a hard switch to where we were like, he owned all of these apartments and he was basically like slumlording it. And we were going in there, like throwing people out because they weren't paying their rent and just bagging up all their stuff. <laughs> and so right. I did, it, it was just, dude, it was nuts. It was nuts. It's almost like I want to start, I, I want to start smoking again, which I'm going to pick it right back up. Cause I just love it's, it's medicinal to me to a measure. I know that I probably use a little bit more than, what would be considered medicinal. And I do want to get back. I want to get into edibles more than smoking just for the whole treat your body, like a temple thing, especially getting back into playing saxophone and stuff. I want to like really, really take care of my lungs again. And so, but it it, dude, it's the second. So I celebrated getting the bartending job, went over to a friend's house. He's got, you know, he's got a, a, a wife and, and a, and a daughter and so we, we went over there to hang out and chit chat about things. And she's kind of working on her whole personal vlog, vlog brand and, and kind of stuck in the, 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 the ethos phase of it, of like what it looks like, what it's going to be, what it's going to be called, what's the themes and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I like that part. I, I really do like that part of like creating a new brand and, and bringing it into fruition. And I've always enjoyed being a part of restaurants that are in that launch. If you look at my resume, serendipitously, I I tend to find myself in these, you know, build points where they're either making a big change or they're just opening up or I help a buddy build a business from the ground up. I really, that's another, you know, kind of inspiration passion of my is that adventure of creating work in its own way and so anyways we were over there and 
they're big smokers. Well, they're not big smokers, but anyways, they, they smoke a little bit. And so we, we celebrated and, and dude, I was, I was on fucking Pluto, of course, because I hadn't smoked in like a month and a half. And we ended up playing, um, Mario party with his daughter. So it was all four of us piled up on the recliners and the couches. And I'm freaking looking in God's window. I'm so high. You know what I mean? Like eavesdropping, (laughs) trying to play, trying to play Mario party. You know what I mean? It's a, it was just, it was just like fun, wholesome thing. And I, I remember distinctly because my other buddy that's got his own contracting business that I'm very in touch with Clayton, um, and him and I have recorded a couple of, of, of podcast chats too. So he's, he's another guest of mine that I've, cause he's, he's got a very like analytical, a type, you know, very pinpoint, very um, industrious, conscientious type, you know, like right. kind of like the yin to my yang in that sense. So I, I, him and yeah. I, help ground each other in, in our opposites in that sense. And so he's aware of what I've been doing. And I was like, bro, I had the best sleep last night. He was like, you smoked weed, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, I didn't dream like crazy. Cause like, sometimes that's the reason I told the story about the dreams is because like they in the in and of themselves can be so vivid. They can cause me to just like, pop out of being asleep you know like i just wake up in like a whole i'm like oh shit oh okay this is normal life okay all right Right. all right i'm not a midget (laughs) like dude that one had me on edge bro i'm not gonna lie i woke up in a panic Yeah. That's classic, bro. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like while I I'm 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 envious of the people that that have that ability to lucid dream because yeah. my I I haven't quite gotten to the ability of controlling my dreams. So they're just extremely vivid, but I'm not lucid and in interacting with them. So Right. So like all of the emotion is very, very real to me. So like if yeah. I, if I end I'm up in, it. yeah, yeah. So like I'll, I'll wake up and be like, huh, huh, huh. Okay. All right. right. Okay. All right. All right. We're fine. I'm still, I'm still in my bed in Gulf Shores in the same place I was when I went to sleep. Everything's fine. Right. <laughs> Bro, I, I totally get it. Over the, over the past few months since I haven't smoked, my dreams literally every night are fucking crazy, Dude, crazy vivid dreams. Do you remember? Do you remember any of any recent one, like a, a, a wild one, like my midget one? Bruh, I mean, I had one recently where, like, I turned it like I was Beetlejuice. <laughs> like I had the fucking, I had the fucking like the black and white suit on. And it was like, it was trippy. Like it was Halloween and I was going around just scaring the shit out of people <laughs> at Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, it was so random, but like, like I took on the full character of Beetlejuice. Like I, I put like, I even saw myself like putting the mask on, oh. like to become Beetlejuice. 
and as soon as I, and as soon as I put that mask on, it was just like I became Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice, <laughs> right? And it was like scaring the fuck out of people. Yeah. Oh man, how trippy, man. We need we need Dude, somebody man. that can analyze dreams well and tell us what this means. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's 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 been a trip, bro. Seriously, like the first the first few weeks. Dude, my dreams were super dark, bro. Like scary shit. And I always felt like I was being chased or being shot at. Dude. Um Dude, yeah. that is a reoccurring dream from when I was a kid. I have not had it since I was like it's just trippy that you bring that one up because it I I think the last time I had that one was when I was probably like 14, 15, maybe a little older, but like running down a dark alley, getting shot at, can't run for shit because that's one thing that I can't do in my dreams. I'm like, I've got like yeah. leg paralysis. So it's like I, I run in slow motion and I get shot. I, I used to get shot in the same spot in my rib cage every time. And the last time huh. I had the last time I had that dream, I distinctly remember finding a red Mark. Now, I don't know if I messed with it in my sleep or if right. I like rolled into something and because I had bunk beds right. or I, I, right. so I don't know if something out of my subconscious, you know, something actual physical caused yeah. my brain to compensate. But th that would seem odd that the same repetitive dream ended up climaxing over years to actually being a physical manifestation of where I got shot. I found like, I remember looking in the mirror and, and seeing like a rash almost like it wasn't like a bumpy rash or anything. It was just like my skin was red where I right. got, sh it was a trip, dude. That brings back the creepiest memories. Like that dream all right, God, I'm asking you right now in your in your son's name, keep that dream away from me. <laughs> Basically, right? I'll take the midget dream. Yeah, I'll take the midget dream over the being shot at running down a dark alley. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I was always it was always different random situation. Like I remember like I was in the old west and like a posse rolled up on a town and they just started shooting everybody. And like I'm running, and I'm running away, and I get shot in the leg. But that that was one of them. And then there was another one where I was like, it almost felt like I was in Brazil, and like it, the world was in chaos. And I remember like coming out of this like favela type house, and do you know what favelas are? They're like no. the houses stacked up on each other on the side of the hills. Okay. Okay. And so I come out, I come out of this fucking house like and like the world is in chaos, bro. The world was in chaos, bro. Like the military came in. It was basically looked like martial law. Fucking people were just getting shot left and right. They started shooting at me. I'm fucking trying to hide and climb into these mountains and shit, bro. Like oh. the first month, of my dreams after I stopped smoking were really fucking intense, bro. Oh. Like super intense. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna bring my dream journal with me so that we can have a little laugh over these really weird, vivid dreams I had when I quit smoking, dude. It's crazy. 
now that you mentioned it, I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing these down because I've I've been having some fucking super trippy dreams lately, man. Yeah, well, you know, I I toyed yeah. around with the idea of trying to like identify the the imagery or or what it meant or and you know everybody's got this whole dream analysis thing they want to like go back and look and understand what they mean and i i don't think i i don't necessarily believe one way or another that you've got any consistency there or whatever but i've got a running airport theme in my dreams too where i'll be at two different Bro, terminals i've been dreaming about i've been dreaming about airports for like the past three weeks dude like <laughs> like literally last night literally last night i had a dream about an airport dude you and i need to stay out of each other's dreams damn it like what's going on <laughs> yeah the, what i read what i what i read was that it it means that you're like in a decision point in your life where you you're gonna have to like pick one or the other and if you don't you're just gonna mm. be kind of stuck in this purgatory of indecision you know and one of those dreams i did walk away from the terminals and just go shopping I just said, fuck it. I don't want anything to do with either of those terminals. There's too many people coming out of one of them. I didn't like who was going in the other one. And I just, I went shopping. Like I just bailed <laughs> on the people that I was with. And I was just like, I'm going to go hang out in the airport. I remember that very, very vividly. Oh. It was it was weird. It was so weird. But I also love. I always feel, like, I always feel like I'm late. I'm always feel like I'm late. Like I have to like hurry up and get to the flight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Do you? Do you find yourself? Are you really good about your time management, or do you generally find yourself rushing the clock trying to get places in your life? No, I'm normally like I normally show up to places early to make sure I'm on time. See, no, that's so weird. See, because I, I, I love airports, so I just always chalk that reoccurring theme up to the fact that my subconscious also likes airports because I like airports. Right. So, right. <laughs> I mean, I love I love to travel, so it could be that too. Yeah. See, so that's what that's that's how I read into it. But then if you go and like look into a dream book, they're gonna be like, they're gonna tell you all this like crazy symbolic stuff about airports or whatever but but yeah i mean you know and and you're about to fly into miami right yeah no yeah. I'm, fly, I'm flying into fort lauderdale actually okay okay so so you know it, it it could be just the fact that airports have been on your mind because you're about to fly somewhere type thing that's how i read into it as far as dreams go totally is you know I, yeah. I, I don't quite buy into the like crazy similar who knows? Because what does Beetlejuice mean? You're, there's no way any of these guys know the significance of Beetlejuice, of you transforming yourself into Beetlejuice. <laughs> Dude, I have no... It was so funny, bro. It was fun. And it felt like I totally became Beetlejuice when I put that mask on. Yeah. Like, as soon as I put that mask on, it was like, I just, I just enveloped the character of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! It was so, so funny. Yeah, we we uh, we we successfully went down a down. A, I, I took us on a rabbit hole about dreams successfully. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steer us back into. Um, uh, I, I looked up a a couple of things about hot lemon chit chat about the artists again. Get us back on track. Um, yeah. Hot hot lemon 
they're actually from Mobile. So they're from up here on the bay next to us. And um, they they played last year. So they're back for, for another one. And um, they do like psychedelic funk jam. So that'll be dope. That yeah. fits that fits perfectly into into what we're doing. It, does does Ross is Ross with them? I'm have Ross been Graham? meaning I have been meaning to reach out to Ross because I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I know he plays with Red and the Revelers around here, but, but they were not who he was playing with out there. And he's one of those super, super talented guys that can play with anybody. Right. And I, I, I mean, I hope he's going to be there this year. He better be. I need to, that, that reminds me, I'm going to take note. I'm going to message that fool when we get off of our call and find out if he's going to be there. Cause he better be there. I love Ross. Yeah, He better be there yeah. for sure. We need him there. Yeah. Yeah, dude, watching him, him playing string bass is just, it's just so much it's fun. Yeah. And he, it's fucking amazing. yeah. And he fits the bill so well in the overalls, one arm, you know, one, one shoulder undone, like barely, barely oh, wearing man. the overalls, you know, <laughs> and just, dum, 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 dum. I, 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 I just, I think it's fucking dope. The, the, the jams by the, the fire pit at night just aren't going to be the same without the stand-up bass. No, he's, he's got to be there. He's, he's, he's got to be showing up this year. If not, I'm going to go kidnap him. Nick and I'll just go like bag him up and throw him in the back of the truck and drag him out. We'll kidnap him. It's, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then, um, and then of course, dirty, dirty bird in the flu is is everybody's big that's our our big favorite one they call they call their style southern fried funk which i always yeah yeah which i've always loved um so big shout out bird you're the um i'm sure he remembers big shout out bird yeah uh he, he that, that that first year that i was there with him he about he about did a tumble and took out my my turntables that was that was absolutely hilarious. They had such a good time on stage. He was, uh, he was, he was having a good time coming back from whatever planet they were on. And, uh, <laughs> we, sur- we survived the night, but I think him and I, I think him and I bonded over that experience. So, so Bird and I have always had a, a good camaraderie. He's a cool guy. I think they're from the area around there, right? I think so. Yeah. I see, I seem to see, him with Matt a lot on on like social media posts and stuff like that. So I I want to say that they're right. They're kind of like the hot local talent, right? Yeah, because they're like six or seven seven piece. Um, I think they're going to be playing right before I play and close out, which will be a perfect combination. So it'll just be like super high energy. The last half, yeah, especially what we did last year, right? I think so. Minus That's what we did last year, right? Mine, mine. Well, we we did a little like open jam thing at the end that what that turned into a bit of of chaos. Um, uh, but uh, so 
so we're not I, I don't think we're going to be doing that that style I, the two years ago this that's the lineup that we did and then last year i think whoever was going to be the closing slot canceled and so we turned around and did because remember the the guy that that took oh, care right. of the situation yeah. for us did like a freestyle so it was basically you and him freestyling with me playing my music and then and then some other some other people trying to get in where they fit in and it became it became a little bit over the top i think, <laughs> yeah. I think it got away from us there 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 for a little bit so a little bit a yeah. little bit so <laughs> i'm always down to experiment and, and see what happens but but we got to keep our wits about us everybody has to listen to i love going to jam nights and uh but you can definitely tell when the artists are paying attention to each other and and keeping in their lane and then waiting for their you know when everybody kind of gives them the look that like okay you can get real experimental get out of the box do your solo thing do a right do a riff and then like then bring it back in get back in the pocket you know and and, and be aware my you know you can kind of hear sometimes when like everybody's just trying to be louder than everybody else because they can't hear themselves type thing you know it reminds right. me of being like in a in a high school band when like nobody is listening to anyone, but trying to hear themselves over everybody else, <laughs> right. you know, it just becomes kind of, kind of chaotic, but, but that's, I mean, that's, that's part of the fun. That was always, that's always part of the fun. So, For sure. Um, wait, I've got, I've got one of the vendors on here. Um, I was going to do a shout out to, um, Rex, Rex gallery with Sparrow Wolf. She's going to be one of the vendors. It looks like she does bracelets and uh, a couple of pictures I saw were these like really cool, like it's like a canvas, but it's like, it's like, imagine the canvas was a box and she cut the back of the box off. So it's like kind of three dimensional, but like the art, you know, so the art kind of wraps around the corner. And then, so it's like a, it's like a shadow box. It's like a shadow box, but backwards. You know right. what I mean? Cool. Yeah. So, so that I thought that that was kind of cool. But she looks like she's involved with a, a couple of the festival art community type things. I, I, it looks like she's pretty in the mix as far as the culture goes. So we're probably going to see some cool. She'll probably be a really cool, um, like like vendor, jewelry, art stuff like that stuff. The gals will really like like kind of uh that kind of stuff that we'll we'll see from her so we'll have to get her on stage and uh and and chat um i i couldn't tell if she was from Colorado, if she was from louisiana living in colorado or if she's down here or she's just down here by happenstance because of some festivals that are happening so i was trying not to be like too nosy like i'm facebook stalking people type thing trying to get a little bit of their background story or whatever but I just kind of wanted something to kind of like throw out, do a little shout out and include them in the, in the episode. Um, but yeah, I think, and then we're going to be doing, you know, for anybody, anybody that doesn't know that is listening to this in the future as you're like driving into friends fest and getting in the mood and getting all hype and excited. We're going to be doing a, it looks like we're going to be doing a costume contest on Saturday yep. night. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you have any yeah. plans? Am I dressing up? Yeah. Did you have any any plans? 
I, I mean, maybe I should dress up as Beetlejuice, bro. <laughs> Dude, dude, I did do a midget costume when I was in high school. I wonder if that's, I was like, I could pull the midget back out and just tuck my feet back up, you know what I mean, and walk around on my knees, and and I'll stand on that stage. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> dude, you, you, you would probably win with that. Dude, it is, it is hell on my knees. As far as like uh, keeping yeah. everything tied up and bent back, <laughs> but but I'm totally down to do the illusion while we're on stage, like while we're up there doing like the open mic, like maybe maybe Saturday while we're doing the open mic, I could totally do a midget and stand up on stage and really mess with people because they like went to bed tripping and I was like a tall person and they're gonna wake up and they're gonna be like, did I just dream? I don't even know. It's gonna be so fun. It's so that much fun just messing. <laughs> Maybe you should be Beetlejuice. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Well, that's I was, I was the reason I asked if you had any plans was I was uh, I didn't know if we wanted to like if if you didn't if there was some cool coordinative thing that you and I could cook up. That's like easy to do, but but maybe maybe being Beetlejuice and a midget is is what our dreams have been telling us. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I don't I don't have the suit for that, right? Like, I'm not gonna go out and buy a fucking striped suit just for that shit. Right. So, right. Um, no, what I was thinking, like, I have I have like I have my cloak. I have a cloak that I can wear. Um, I got some like like fucking uh like reptilian leotard pants <laughs> yes i remember those things i know exactly dude, which ones you're talking about dude they're amazing um yeah i mean i i feel like probably saturday night um during my set like i'm just gonna be up there like basically in my reptilian pants with my cloak on yeah the saint the saint rageous the saint rageous character the same rageous character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I will say. I'm gonna. I have. I have joined. I have joined the cloak community. I I picked up, up a pashmina, style cloak. There's a. There's this really dope, artist that comes out to Swanee, um, every year, and I I passed up on them be- the first two times I was out there because there it was quite pricey, but. Anyways, I I saved up a little bit of extra cash, and I told myself I was like, "That's your early birthday present, Jamie." So you go see him, nice. and he 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 knocked a little bit off of the price, um, just out of being super cool because him and I were chit chatting, and I was doting on him. And I mean, everything that they do is it's the spun glasses. A lot of people that 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 go to Swanee are going to recognize the booth, but spun glasses are these. They do the really cool like sunglass wraps with stones and like third eye jewels or third eye lenses and things like that. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the kids that'll wear the, the festival glasses that have an extra third eye lens. Have you seen this? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. 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 These, these guys make stuff like that. Him and his girl make stuff like that. And now he's, he's started taking pashminas and he'll buy a whole bunch that match and then sew them together into a cloak. And so it's super, super comfy yeah. and super, super dope, and I'm super excited about it. It was my birth, my, it was my early birthday present to myself. So, that's I'll, what's up. yeah, I'll save that. We'll 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 rock our cloaks 
on Saturday will be the the yeah. the, the 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 secret society of MCs. <laughs> i love it i love it dude yeah. we need we need some we need some like um like the catholic uh altar boy incense burners you know that are on the chains that you swing oh dude that would be dope. yes 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 dude and one of my favorite things to do at swanee when i'm tripping real hard in the middle of the night it's about three or four o'clock is I love having tiki torches. I know, right? <laughs> I love having tiki torches burning around my my tent. Yeah. So I'll grab one okay. and walk around with it like a walking stick. It's one of my favorite things love to it. do. So I'll just go wander around with the cloak on, with my tiki torch, walking stick, and and we need it. Oh man, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find an incense burner or something that we can. I'll find a chain. We'll try to fashion one or something. We'll come up with something because we need some of those. We'll stick a bunch of sage in it and then we'll light the sage and we'll, yeah. we'll walk around and, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> like, like, I am, I am all for that. <laughs> initiate everybody into the friends fest family. Like, like we're at some, <laughs> Some weird secret society of the woods. <laughs> Dude, did you invite the Illuminati? Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all with that. Yeah, that'll that'll be fun. That'll be a good fun Saturday Saturday thing. And um and then it looks like we're doing a a cold dip like we always do in the spring. Which will be fun. So people yep. that people that don't get to experience that with a festival, that's a that's a cool different little thing. We'll all load up and drive down the street because the property's just just around the corner from a, a a really dope little cold spring, fresh cold spring. So that's that's one thing that like gets us super refreshed on on Saturday and Sunday. That's always fun. And then um, it looks we, like we're... we got to uh, we got to manifest some good weather. I checked the weather and it said there's a possibility of rain. Oh, from yeah. The first to the third. So we got to make sure that we use our manifestation powers yep. to keep that rain away. Yep. Yep. That 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 or we get it to just dump the night before and get it out the way. That's fine, too. Yeah. Well, well, I mean. I know that that'll make everything kind of like a little like wet and stuff. The only reason I say that is because it seems like. Go ahead. You there, say? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. okay, I'm here. Um, it seems like every time that we're at Halloween, it it picks like Wednesday, like Tuesday or Wednesday, to just dump and then it's beautiful all weekend so you just got to prepare right. like if you're there early that it's just gonna like rock your world one night and then it like so this last year the dump wasn't much of a dump and so it stayed kind of dry and it was the dustiest i remember like walking through around the lake and like actually putting my pashmina over my face because like I could taste the dirt, it was so dusty. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it can be like a blessing of rain, like right before the event happens, but definitely not in the middle of it. So we'll we'll use our right. 
we'll use our manifestation powers to make sure that that happens. If it has to happen, yes, yeah, if it has to happen, Earth, let's do it on Tuesday or Monday. When are yeah. you flying? Yeah, Monday or Tuesday. Okay, when are you flying, Sean? I'm coming in, so I'll be flying to Fort Lauderdale on the 28th. So I believe that's a Wednesday. And then I'm going to be hanging out with my boy Kyle in Fort Lauderdale. And then we're taking a bus that night uh, at 1130 at night. So we'll be showing up on the 29th, which is Thursday. Perfect. Right, because French Fest is on Friday, which is the first. So we're going to be arriving in Valdosta um, probably around 11 o'clock in the morning. And Matt said that either him can, he can pick me up or Nick can pick me up. And then Clay, big brother Clay was like, well, look, if all else fails, I'll come pick you up. So you definitely got to ride. Dope, and I was like, dope. cool. I was, you know, it's, it's all good. Everything's taken care of. Dope. Sound, sound, sound man, Clay, right? Soundman Clay, Soundman yeah. Clay, yes, yes. No, no. I love that kid. He's super, super dope. Shout out, shout out to Clay. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but we uh we super freaking appreciate having him there. He always takes care of us with the with the PA and making everybody sound good and keeping up with our chaotic nature and still making sure, you know, mics are on and I wanna say that it rained on us one time because didn't we have it to rained have- on us last year. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had to like hide all the gear and stuff like that, and then and then kind of and then kinda still get it back up and running and kind of push those limits. And so it's key. It's key that we've got Clay. Clay's a Clay's our freaking. He's our superhero. He's the one that makes us all sound good. So shout out to well, shout out to the Big Clay. Man, yeah, Clay's sure. a man. Shout yeah. Out to Clay. yeah, big brother Clay. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then um, and and it looks like we're gonna do a little yoga workshop on saturday i know people are kind of used to that in the festival world having little uh having little yoga sessions during the whole thing so y'all y'all know what we'll be doing that's kind of the schedule of stuff um for folks that are listening in the future you know that they're they're allowing dogs as long as we keep them on the leash 25 dollars a day for tickets five extra dollars if you're gonna camp um and then, you know, we've already bragged on on Matt and Lauren, but you know, obviously and you know, Matt Matt's our our honored host of hosts because it's his birthday. So, you know, for everybody that doesn't know, Matt Prentice's birthday. This is why we do Friends Fest. So, make sure to introduce yourself and give him a big birthday hug and and uh you know, maybe a birthday spanking or two. I don't know if you're into that. Um, I'll be spanking. Um, I, I, I know. I know. Last year they did waivers, right? So as long as everybody knows um, that they might do waivers again, okay. Um, so okay. they basically just have to, you know. Just, I, I believe so, just for insurance reasons. Of course, we're on their property. Of course, of course. So everybody so, yeah. prepared for those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we'll be signing little waivers as people come on the property. Um, right. But yeah, I think. Uh, I think we've exhausted my show notes. I can throw those like David Letterman off the stage. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think we've covered just about everything. Yeah, I know. I think we did I think we did a pretty good I think we did a pretty good job, you know. And and obviously, you know, 
shout out to Lauren too for for tolerating all of us, all of us, all all of Matt's crazy friends. I know it's a, I know it's it's quite a. I I can I can commiserate with what a what what a spectacle of a feat it can be to 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 put something like this together and keep keep all of us between the ditches and 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 you know have all of that extra extra on on the property so i always make a point of giving lauren a hug and and telling her how awesome i think she is so shout out lauren if you end up listening to this we love you um for for yeah for having all of us out there on property so grateful yeah yeah super super grateful y'all got such a cool story so i think uh yeah yeah so I th- I think I've done all all of my all of my schmoozing and 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 bragging on people and 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 stuff like that 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 I that I can do. I'm, I think I've got all my brownie you, points. You kissed enough ass. I think. <laughs> I'll make sure to go clean my nose off after this. <laughs> But I mean, you know, I mean it. I mean, you know, I I know we thank you, thank you for making that joke because I because I need the comic relief. I I mean it genuinely. People people crack that joke with me all of the fucking time because they think that I'm a tryhard or something like that. But I do genuinely that that's one of the things that that I that's me. I don't know. I I like letting people know. Sometimes I want, you know, I, I don't think people get told enough how fucking awesome they are, you know? And so, right. you know, I don't mind being that guy that's like, I think you're dope. <laughs> I mean, you, you, can, you can tell me more. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean, Sean, sit the fuck down. You know you're dope. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not getting an arrested right now. I promise. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit of a a, a chub just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Slight chub going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I have, I will, I will say, I have. I know. I'm glad that you're sticking in with me and and still still open to doing these calls and and do the recordings for the podcast and stuff like that because i i do very much like our energy and um i think we play off of each other well and i i love you know you're living down in mexico and doing that whole thing and so you know envious isn't isn't the word but you know just just without a better one like I, i i love you know just a little bit jelly i have to come down there and 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 visit I I I swear to maybe this will be that good year where things get rocking and rolling and um and maybe I'll be able to get on a plane and come down there and and hang out um or wherever y'all are I know that you you know you went up to Alaska for a little bit but but um but yeah I I, yeah. I think it's super I mean, dope I'll be I'll, I'll be in Alaska again this summer um going up to Denali. So I'll be I'll be in uh, in Denali uh, doing some flight scene tours up there. So that should be super dope. Um, and then I'll be done with that summer season around mid September. Um, and what I was thinking about was um, taking a month off and uh, going to Bali. 
for perhaps Ooh. the Philippines. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I've been been out in Mexico for two years, bro. Like, yeah. I love Mexico, but like, it's it's ready, like it's ready to see more of the world. Yeah. Well, I might have, I might, yeah. I might be, I might have myself in the proper place that it's time to punch my passport again and get a get a passport stamp and uh, and and bro, go see. Come with, dude. That would be that would be oh, yeah. so, dude. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna stroke your ego a little bit more, but I, I do, I, I do. You, you, from the time that we met at at Friends Fest, you have made me feel like part of the family, a part of your family, whatever your family is, and part of of the Friends Fest family. And so, I, for real, for real, I do super appreciate and thank you for for being like that towards me you know so and, and likewise real. and, and I, I feel the same way about you jamie and <laughs> you know the, the connection that you have with your friends uh where you're at and everybody that i've met through you and learning about your connections with all your friends through friends fest i mean that's really what this is about right it's about just creating more friends through other people's friends and it works like it gels so well um and you know making these relationships like that's why i want jared there so i know if you can't jared if you're fucking listening yeah, get your I, I, there, bro. dude i'm sending this recording to him as soon as i finish it i'm gonna i'm gonna slap the mix on it and i'm gonna send it to him first and i'll be like jared you better fucking be there <laughs> bro, he needs to make i don't i don't care if he has to fucking kidnap someone to, take, to rob their money whatever he needs to do like i you know jared's nuts so Dude. i'm sure he'll think of some sort of scheme to get up here but um yeah i told him i told him i was like dude i'll live off peanut butter sandwiches with you all weekend it'll be fine we'll be dude you just got to get up there we just gotta get up there. You know dude, that we'll take just, care of just you. Just get up there. Like I'll, I'll, I'll even pay his way, bro. Like if he needs a ticket, <laughs> I'll get him a ticket. Like where is he, he just needs to be there. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where he's living these days? Because I don't. I, I don't. Okay. To be honest with you. Yeah, because I, I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's still living down here. I think him and and his gal are moved out of hometown somewhere i don't i don't think he's in gulf shores or orange beach or i feel like i would have ran into him but maybe maybe i'm wrong i'm sure jared's gonna have a good laugh over how oblivious i am sometimes because i'm not paying enough attention to even know where my homies live oh man <laughs> oh i try i try jared i try he knows he knows i mean well but yeah, we need. That's like we were saying. It's, there's these characters that have to be. I've I've been meaning to reach out to to Jamie Buckwright and Vanessa yeah. to make sure that they're there. Because yeah. they definitely need to be there. Well. Yeah, because I need I need another Jamie there so that I can ignore half of the time that people say my name. You know, I need some. <laughs> And it's actually, and they always have the best. They always have the best costumes. Oh, dude, I know, I know. They're such good sports. You know what I mean? They like they they fully participate, and that's that's what I love. They've actually come to a couple of my gigs 
um, since then when I've been DJing at a couple of the bars, like up in Foley and stuff like that, whenever I'm close by, I bumped into him a couple different places, but, uh, Vanessa's super sweet. Jamie's a homie of mine from the high school days. So him and I have just, we've got too many shenanigans to not be just like thick as blood at this point. And the funny story from Halloween is that I manifested two more Jamie's. So one of them was another guy that's like big and broad and, and built like Buckwright is and uh, like right. statured and everything strong. And so he's a, he's a real authentic hippie from like California. I thought that was super dope. He's like cousin cousins with one of the gals that was in our group. And so we did the whole Jamie, Jamie okay. thing at, at Halloween in our camp. And of course I'm laughing twice as hard because I'm thinking of Jamie Buckwright at friends fest when we're building the stage, when we're like, well, together we make one good handyman because Matt would like ask me for something. And then Jamie Buckwright would grab it for him or something like that. Cause I wouldn't be paying attention. I've run off in the woods <laughs> or some dumb shit. <laughs> so like the whole thing. So I was like, y'all got to come to friends fest with me. So that way we can, there be a trifecta of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then we ended up having a renegade set where we hosted a neighboring camp came over their DJ. That's like played with like daily bread and all these other cool cats and stuff. He's from North Carolina. Shout out to a DJ moldy brain. I don't know if he'll end up listening to this, but I've stayed in touch with him. I thought it was funny because it's mental extract and moldy brain. So that was kind of serendipitous, but they had a Jamie in their group. So like the whole story became like Jamie and I bonded so well that we had a child, Jamie. So we had a third Jamie at the other camp. <laughs> so anyway, I do. That's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, we're so happy that we're just multiplying. <laughs> Jamie energy strong on your ass. You're fucking a gremlin. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, <laughs> anyways uh the whole point is is that like there's there's people that like just have to be there and so it breaks my heart when when they yeah. can't make it um but you know they'll be with us in spirit and uh i'm sure i'll find time to like call them on the phone or facetime them or get them in on like a conversation we'll like zoom them while we're up there on stage or something, we'll put them on the laptop, oh, dude, like as a totally. talking head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So Definitely. we'll have like the Android version of them. They'll be up there as like a robot, like <laughs> talking on the computer. You know so, what I was hoping that we, you know what I was hoping we could find this year is a projector. The actual, like the, the projector, right. And like the a- screen. Like a projector, yeah. So like, and like, put like a like a white cloth or something up behind us, and do you know do some sort of visuals? Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely, I would run it past. I, I wonder, I wonder if that's something that Lauren and Matt have gotten. Possibly, it's worth asking just to see if they've done like movies in the backyard or something like that. But that's definitely something that if they haven't been doing that that would be super good to cool to tap into because um but i might i might have a a homie down here that's got a it's got a projector we definitely can start asking questions 
and see see if anybody's got one because that would be cool to do. Yeah, if anybody if anybody listening wants to yeah. donate, well, yeah, we- <laughs> yeah, anyone that listens to this out in the future ether, listening to my podcast uh, <laughs> over the next week, hit me up on uh, on any of the social medias that I'm on there or my my number. Um, is on the website. My email's on the website, pleasureislandnightlife.info. You're already on there listening to this, so get in touch with us, or um, you know, and uh, and 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 we'll, we'll plug your business. Yeah, we'll yeah, business yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, plug, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. We'll 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 plug you at Friends Fest as a, an official sponsor for the uh, visuals. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this will work. It'll be great. We'll get a phone call for sure. Somebody will call us. <laughs> yeah, somebody will call. call. This will be perfect. This will be perfect. Well, uh, Sean, right here. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. a pleasure as as absolute always. Thank you. Um, is what yeah, I was sir. getting at earlier. For I know that's been quite some time since we've done one. But we will hold on. Let me get the lotion real quick. Let me get the lotion. Okay. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't keep stop. going. Stop. Stop. It's so fucking weird. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why we need Jared there because like he Jared. does that Jared, weird Jared. shit. Like he that's why we need jared doing seriously a little mental masturbation here at the end of the episode um but it's not it, it won't be it'll be chad squared not chad cubed and that's just right? it, dude like, yeah that'll be fucking weird that'll just be fucking weird we'll be down to chad how does how does chad 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 chat about it it with like 33 percent of the chads missing I know it doesn't. Know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But I do. I appreciate you being patient with me, Sean, and still being open to doing these episodes. Because the better I get at this flow and doing all the different things that I'm, you know, that's always been me: is too many irons in the fire and too many, too many baited hooks in the water, too many lines in the water all the time. But as I wrangle them in and and get better at this flow you know we'll we'll be doing more of these you know more frequently but i know it's so i just i I appreciate you being patient and still being willing to 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 call me up and and have a chat and um i'm glad we had a i'm glad we had a moment to to do a little friends well jamie in all honesty, I had no idea that you were recording this for your podcast <laughs> until 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 the phone cut out, like halfway through of our conversation, until the phone cut out, and then I got back on the phone with you, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, uh, well, I kept recording." And I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I was like, I'm 100 dead, dead serious. I had no idea that you were recording this until you said that you were recording after the phone cut out. <laughs> well, I guess it would be a good time to ask you if you care. So yeah, so, yeah I mean, Do you, you, get, you get me, you get me unadulterated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, unfiltered. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. The first, so by the way, everybody, the first half of that is completely unaware that I had the record on. So <laughs> okay if i can record that shit well you know 
I thought I thought you and I had had an understanding here, Sean, but I guess you get see now you gotta worry. <laughs> now you're gonna have to every time you call me, you're gonna have to be like Jamie, you haven't set up the microphone or anything. Can I speak candidly? Like <laughs> you're not recording every one of our intimate conversations, are you? Like <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't tell you about any of my wet dreams that I have. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it, it makes it was it was funny because I had a moment similar to this because um, the friend that is trying to launch her vlog, it um, we've been texting back and forth a lot about about creative ideas and things like that, and she asked me if she could use some of the text messages that really inspired her or that were really heartfelt or that she connected with if she could use them in her video. And I mean, of course I said yes, but right. that still doesn't change how strange it, how weird it is for me on the experience in when I'm watching the video and I'm like, there's some words that I did not know were going to be stamped in the annals of time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I didn't know that that text message was going to go down in the history books. I probably would have said it better. <laughs> you know, it's like, but you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, but it's just, I, I cause I don't mind. I don't mind it, but it, it's just, it's funny. Cause she asked me later, she was like, you know, what'd you think of the video? And I was like, do not take this weird because it has nothing to do with your video, but I just, I can't get over the fact that I'm seeing my own words that were unfiltered regurgitated directly from our conversation. Right. It's not about your video. It's yeah. Like I just can't, I can't get past <laughs> the fact that I didn't plan for this to happen. Right. It's so raw. <laughs> she was like, I'll take it off. And I was like, no, 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 no. You not taking it off. I like it. Right. I like it. Right. You're just going to get yeah. a weird response from me because I can't, I, I still have a mental block in my brain. It's like, oh, Jamie, you could have said that so much better. <laughs> but yeah. It's fun. It happens. To, it happens to the best of us, brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, authenticity and 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 you know, behind the curtain and breaking the fourth wall and that whole thing is 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 it's very in vogue these days. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's not yeah. like I it's not like I communicate like a two year old. So, I mean, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? I'm sure most people are going to read that text message and be like. I don't see what you're talking about. It's like, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's just me being weird about me. Like, you know, it's like listening right. to like, when I listen to our conver recorded conversations, whenever I'm trying to like edit and do that kind of thing, that's why I get bogged down in that process. One of the reasons is, is because I can't get over the sound of my own voice in a way. So it just, it's like weird. Right. I'm, I've gotten better. I, I think in my, I, I think, after so many years and so many times and kind of, you know, figuring out, you know, what I sound like 
and hearing the full loop enough. And then, you know, had a couple of friends that, you know, are like, I really like when you eat mushrooms and somebody gives you a microphone at a gig, you know, like, <laughs> and I get a couple of compliments like that. It's like, so I get a little more comfortable because I start, you know, I bullshit with the crowd a little more. I make jokes. I like cut the music down and like say something stupid and then throw the music yeah, back let, in. Let, let, me, let me tell you what the mushrooms think. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, so after enough of those experiences, I think I've gotten... I've gotten more settled with it, you know, but then there's, yeah. you know, there's still times that are like, golly, I need to do something with my voice, but it, you know, it's fine. Plenty of people have told me that I'm just over fucking thinking it. I've gotten, and I'm not too, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Because I'm not tooting my horn. I've got plenty of people that have told me that it's perfectly fucking fine, but it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things that the voice doesn't yeah. sound the same on the recording as it does in my head. And it sounds like somebody else is doing the recording. And so it's just always been a very interesting, odd little just artistic, creative block thing that I've had to, you know. So that's kind of been part of my journey. And anyone out there that is, you know, all messed up over the sound, I doubt I'm the only person on the planet that has such a fucking issue with his own voice on a microphone. Don't worry, kids. Just nah, I think I think I think most people do, bro. Honestly, I think most people are their their own worst critics. Seriously. Well, yeah, yeah. There's that. There's there's that too. There's that too. So don't worry about it, kids. Just fucking talk it out. Just don't worry about what it yeah. sounds like. You know, just settle into your voice and 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 don't overthink it. Learn, learn from the one that overthought it too much. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just remember not to scream into the microphone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I, I got really excited at, uh, at, at an event one time and did something really inappropriate that was really loud on the microphone and realized, Jamie, you should not have done that. That was... That hurt everybody's ears, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Once again, it happens, happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I caused a feedback loop by accident, and so it screeched the whole room. And and so I was like, oh, fuck, no, not funny. Really annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoops. <laughs> well, Sean, I... um. We could sit here and ramble forever and ever, but um, but I know that both of us probably need some rest, and um, I've absolutely, Without a doubt. I've absolutely enjoyed catching up with you. I appreciate your time. Uh, <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, um, try try to uh, get plenty of rest and not be too excited about the adventure. I know I get very excited about adventures, and then and then I can't sleep the night before. I get the, I stay up all night being excited. So I'm glad that, yeah. I'm glad that Nick, I'm glad that Nick is going to be doing some of the driving because I'll probably sleep the driving. Nick's going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the worst co-pilot because I'm going to fucking sleep the whole way in. I'll, uh, I'll pay for the first tank of gas and then just fucking crash in the back seat with all the gear, wad up the fucking sleeping bag and shit. Cause I probably won't sleep much. Yeah, that's all you. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, that's you know. You do. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll buy him some snacks. I'll fill the gas tank up, and then I'll crawl in the back and fucking pass out. Yeah. 
That's, that's all you got to do. I think you'll be fine with it. Because I generally don't don't sleep too much on these big weekends. Not in a bad way. Right. I just, I mean, it's just an energy thing. Like, there's just, I, I just get in this, like, intense flow state that just, just keeps going and going and going and going and going. It's wild. So yeah, I mean, normally what we're pretty much jamming out until like the sun comes up pretty much. Yeah. 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 I remember that makes me think of Jack, dude. I love Jack. Um, he's some one of the friends, Jack and Jill were the ones that came with Jamie and, uh, Vanessa last year. He was, it always the funniest thing. he, basically napped he he kind of fell asleep holding the shovel next to the fire pit so i remember that i saw him i thought he was dead and 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 he did like a total like it, like when i walked up onto him on him he did like an npc like from a video game like <laughs> what can i do for you type i can't remember exactly what he said but dude i just fucking died laughing i thought i was like dude i'm in a video game and jack is turned into an npc <laughs> you just activated the fucking yeah. messenger yeah yeah he just like came to life all of a sudden and fucking looked at me and like made the like this dude it was it was fucking classic him and i were laughing about that for months um but yeah it's good stuff so yeah well sean i'll uh i'll i'll let you go much love is there is there is is nothing but man nothing but is there any anything you would like to say to the 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 future the future crowd to 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 sum it up any special goodbyes from el mexico man we are gonna have the time of our lives and it's gonna be super special and we're all gonna bond and have uh, just an amazing spectacle of life and you need to be there if you're kind of on the ropes right now. Like, just right. make it happen. Yeah. Right? Let just, this just be the selling happen, point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, we're, just make it happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, Sean and I, fully approve of you not worrying about whatever's holding you back, Jared, and come to the <laughs> festival. <laughs> yeah. I don't exactly, care. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking. We're talking to everybody else, but Jared. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I agree. Y'all, y'all leave those, y'all leave those worries at yeah. wherever you're coming from. And, you know, it's, it's going to be pure bliss once you get on the property and, and we'll be cooking for each other and all camping together in the woods and, It'll be, if you haven't been yet, just let, come with us, come hang out with us. We're, 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 we're slightly more entertaining than, than just on the podcast when we're in person. Cause then you get to watch us act like goofy, goofy, goofy kids. And, um, but yeah, I agree, Sean, we're going to have time prefer, of our lives. I prefer the term heathens. Yeah. Call a spade a spade, right? Damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that sounds like a perfect sign-off for, for our Friends Fest episode. 
We, uh, Sean and I are, oh, I just got chills. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> that always means that we do. No, I do. I, I mean, it is like. And tell your friends to bring their friends. Yeah. And if any of their friends want to bring their, their friends, friends, they're more than welcome. Y'all come so, hang out with. Friends yeah. It's friends fest, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Y'all come hang out with Sean and I and uh, tell Matt a happy birthday and come love on him and Lauren and, and come be part of the family. It's going to be a blast.
say what has never been said, to see what has never been seen, to draw, paint, sing, sculpt, dance, and act what has never before been done, to push the envelope of creativity.